0: guys it's a nine we need a ten rachel you need to hit the ones in the fives finn i think if we worked on it you could hit a high b so does this mean you're staying it would kill me to see you win nationals without me from the top episode 123 the moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes 30 minutes Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's thirty minutes away. I'll be there in ten. I'll be there in ten. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have thirty minutes to move your car. Your car. You have thirty minutes to move your cube. Your cube.
1: You are listening to a half hour wasted. There is no way I pay more than five dollars for a comic. Now here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill.
2: So I got a call Monday, and they told me that the job offer was withdrawn. Yes. The job remember remember listeners about three weeks ago? I was going on about this great job I, I had been offered. Well we record some of our shows in advance. <laughs> and those advanced shows, we were talking about my new job. Well, I never got that job, so here I am. Send your letters and condolences to me, Frank, at half-hour. How could
3: this happen to me?
2: I I would like to punch someone. (laughs) Is my mic on?
4: Yes, your mic is on. I would like to punch somebody on your behalf.
2: It it, it was a downer. I have to say it was a a real downer, but no. Your Facebook posts that week were very entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm in bed.
4: I've got oatmeal on my face. <laughs> Forgot to use the restroom this morning. I wish I had depends. <laughs> Stuff like that.
2: Yeah. That was pretty you, you want to talk about it's like it was almost like uh you meet a girl and a gr- and the girl says, "You know what? We are going to go on the best date ever." And and it is going to be fantastic. And so you go, oh, "Great. We're going to go on a date." And then you show up for the date and she's like, "You know what?" nah. Yeah, Frank got the phone call.
1: Tweets should be funny,
4: and and they said sorry, thanks, but no thanks, and they hung up. And Frank was all no. That was an actual recording of Frank in his apartment smashing his phone through the window. Well, what I what
1: I don't get is that um, I think that uh, that they should give you like a nice big fat explanation or something. Well, I, did I they send I...
4: you a, ba- a, a a flower basket? <laughs> <laughs> they sent Some
2: me above back. I can, I can tell you guys off the air, and it's a legitimate it's a legitimate answer as to what oh, happens. Okay. And I don't blame anybody. and you know Lame. If, if, if they were to call me and say, Frank, Lame. would you like to come back? I would be running over there okay. with my arms wide. I'll so take that, you off air.
1: Because two weeks ago, you were still, or maybe it was three weeks ago, you were still kind of wondering exactly what had happened. So I guess yeah. in the interim, you found out. Yeah, I found out. Okay. I mean, sure. as long as it satisfies you, it doesn't satisfy it, me. It it satisfies but a, me. An answer is an sure. answer.
2: I, I am shocked and shocked yes. and offended and and hurt. We gotta send somebody an email. Anyway, anyway, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm Bill. And who are we sponsored by, Brad? Your mama. No.
1: <gasps> I was <gasps> what? I was really thinking we should go into this on some you know some uplifting positive news.
4: Oh, we are mm-hmm. like this, like discount comic book service. 75% off Blackest Night, number one.
1: Oh, oh. that is good news. It's only
4: 99 cents. Why did I start that way? Because it's got this cool graphic on their okay. website that was screaming at me. Well, if that's what If you already what know what DCBS does. is, then you don't need me to tell you. If you don't know what DCBS is, go to DCBService.com and find out for yourself. Uh, they deserve your attention, and they deserve your hits on their website. And is yeah.
1: that DCBService is all one word? dcbservice.com is a lowercase.
4: It's lowercase.
1: Okay. Hey, maybe that might this might be important for you people.
4: Maybe this will will uh pique your interest. Savage Dragon number 150, 40% off.
1: They're still doing that?
4: Uh-huh. Amazing Spider-Man number 600, 50% off. 600 really? Wow. Number wow. 600. Yeah. dcbservice.com. Don't ask me what it is. Just go find out for yourself.
1: Okay? Spend some time on the website. Yeah. You'll love yourself for it. I mean, first figure out how to work like Excel spreadsheets. Then go on the website and love it.
4: We have some uh, breaking Agents of Cult news. Ooh. Wow. (laughs) What is this? What is this? Brad, before we go on, what is Agents of Cult? Agents of Cult is the Sean... Hello? The Sean Pryor uh, (laughs) PKD Media.
1: Yes. The greatest comic book of all I'm time.
4: getting a phone call.
3: From who?
1: Well, okay. Do I need to uh, pause the show? No. That
4: no. That's a bad ringtone right there.
2: Okay. Yeah, it is bad.
1: Is I that bad meaning bad or bad text. meaning good? What's uh? We can't hear this. We can't hear this. I'll make up the conversation. So you want the me side. to call your cell phone? Hey Brad, how you doing? Hey, um, by the way, those underpants. Hello, you, you want, want me? me to call um, your cell phone? They're 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 a little bit uh, tight on me. Uh, maybe not okay, on we'll you. you. And frankly, in, in the like pattern, you know, I, I'm just not okay, a big bye. fan of pinks and fuchsias.
2: Hey, now speaking of pinks and
1: fuchsias, did yes. you see get that it, photo? Get that thing out of here. Get it, it out what, of what here. What is did that? Did you see that? It's hey, that cat. That that cat. Stuff. Hey, hey, be nice to that cat. That cat was gone for Look five. Look that that, You know what? Yeah, they didn't give me the last time either. That cat was gone for five days, okay? We thought the cat was gone. Sasha, God bless her, had printed flyers and been putting them. Brad was gone for five days. Well, the the sad thing is, Cat <laughs> and I, I went on a trip together. <laughs> well, right before Tuesday, I saw the cat with a, a stick and a little red handkerchief on the end. A bundle. I didn't I didn't know what it meant. But then next thing I know, the where cat's go? gone. On Friday, uh, 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 three and a half, four days later, Sash is out there putting flyers on people's doors. You know, wondering where the cat is, and then the cat just shows. Hey, there's no questions asked. You know, it's one of those things. And Saturday, this morning, uh, the cat shows back up. And so apparently now we owe someone $5,000, no questions asked. <laughs> then what a terrible way to spend 5000 bucks, uh, man. I could have am really a new sorry Ra- the cat found its way b- back. I could have bought a new Blu-ray disc for <laughs> I'm that.
4: sorry the cat found its way back. We'll do the or, Agents of Cult news later. Or I could have
1: okay. bought a comic book for $5,000. Hey, um, that would also have been good. Real
2: quick, you would talk. Yes. To, you talked about underpants. Just did you uh-huh. guys see that picture of, of that soldier who is? Uh, who yeah, is, that's amazing, man. It, it's a picture of three soldiers. I think it's in Afghanistan. And, it is uh, Eastern uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, and, and they're and they're in a pit and they're shooting. But one of them is in pink boxers and a uh, and flip flops. Turns out that guy's from Fort Worth. You don't think it was shopping? Well, the
0: uh, the
1: the pink? No, it was not <laughs> no, shopping. No, uh, I've read more stories about himself. that. The um, he wasn't. They were. Uh, they were. Sl- or he was sleeping. And apparently, he's woken by the sounds of gunfire and incoming, um, uh, and all that. So he hops out. Heart he, attack, he, ack he, uh, You ought to know by <laughs> now. Nice, Sorry. nice way to go, Billy. Um, no, he, uh, he jumps out his <laughs> his flip flops. And, uh, I don't think his, I don't know if his boxers were pink, but his boxer said, I love New York yeah. on him. And, uh, yeah, the, the picture is from behind, it's an over the shoulder, literally from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's more like. On behind. But, um, yeah, so a uh, famous picture and uh, stand by to see that uh, in a uh, Pulitzer uh, Prize-winning... Um. Do that joke again. Hmm? Do the joke Which again joke? about the behind. Oh, uh, I, from behind, <laughs> I should have said <laughs> to the bind. behind. Okay, I'm going to stop recording now because no, uh, I've just used all my good Let's material. Let's
4: make a
2: phone call. Okay, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Terminator. Hey, which what's came up with the Colts? we'll do that after. Thursday. We'll
1: do it after. He's ready. He's oh, ready. Oh, you know, Johnny just needs to, you know, he needs to realize we got a we're whole on full show, guys. We're on Midwest Hello. time. Johnny,
3: Johnny M.
1: Let's do this thing. Hi
3: there.
2: Hey, we got Johnny M. on the phone. Johnny from the Legion of Dudes. <laughs>
3: you recognize that, John? What up? <laughs>
5: Was that me? Is that your attempt at an impersonation of me? No, that was
4: you. That was a clip. <laughs> I think it was Johnny you, when M's when impersonation. Called our, oh, that right. was that? You called that our, was the
5: legitimate.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, you said Brad, Frank, Bill, it's Johnny M.
1: Hey, we used, we used to call up in that Amber, <laughs> uh, that Adam Lambert uh, falsetto, and go
3: Legion of Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother. Okay. So,
2: so we wanted to talk about uh, Terminator, first term, Terminator Salvation. Which, uh, before we get into that, uh, Johnny, why don't you tell everyone about about the show that you guys did uh, just recently on Terminator? On Legion but make 3. it
1: quick. We've only got 73 more hours of record time on this computer.
5: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, we did like a Terminator extravaganza. Um, we covered the three movies, the television show, and we had an interview with Tara Bennett, who wrote the art of Terminator Salvation, and the movie Companion uh, from Titan Books. So we squeezed it all in. It's about two hours and ten minutes, and um, we like it. We're happy
2: with it. Guys, I I got it. I got to tell you, and I I told you this in an email, but that's a really good show. It's segmented in just these wonderful ways, and if you want to know anything about the Terminator uh, franchise, listen to this show. Yeah, it was a really good, really good show. We, we
1: call d- it One Stop Shopping.
2: One Stop Shopping. It's at the Legion dot com, which happens to be also Half Hour Wasted dot com. But check it
5: out.
4: Or H-H-W-L-O-D dot com. It. Yeah, that was a really good episode, and you actually uh, didn't sound like a boron on that episode, John. <laughs> that's good.
5: I worked very hard at it, and it's difficult. I think we edited the idiot parts out, actually. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, see, that's the thing. The Legion of Dudes does edit uh, some a little bit in their shows.
2: We edit. Yeah,
1: uh, true uh, that. Out. yeah we, um, man, you you barely, we barely even stop recording. We just post the sucker right to, <laughs> right to the FTP. All
4: right, John.
2: Yes. Uh, so you, you 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 did get to see it, right?
5: Yes, I did. I went last night. Good man. Okay.
4: All
2: right. Let's let's do first impressions, and then we'll get into
4: into the nitty gritty. Well, okay. How many reverse flashes do you give it out of
1: five?
5: Um, I give it about I give it a three. Really? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm gonna need to see it again. I mean, it, it had some really cool stuff. I think it ended the way that I wanted the whole movie to be. Um,
3: yeah, I, I was feel a you little on that.
5: disappointed. Yeah, I I was a little disappointed. You know, it's kinda like a full reboot. I mean, we're used to every movie, um, these Terminators that are put into like our time and uh they talk and they have kinda like a persona, you know, the the good ones and the and the evil ones, if you will. And this one was totally different. You know, they were kind of like mindless, you know, just machines, um so it was different. and It's set in the future, you know. It's just like a total reboot.
1: Man. Well, I mean, you didn't want T two and a half, did you? I mean, I, I, I wanted something totally different, and that's well, kind of what we got.
2: Well, let, let let's keep keep going with,
1: with yeah. opinions,
2: Brad. Let me
4: let me let me counter something John just said, or add to what you just said about the, a um, Terminator's like being mindless and you know whatever other word you used. You got to remember that this is the first time we've actually seen. This portion of the timeline,
5: right? It's early on. Right. Yeah, the,
4: it, early on in the, for lack of a better word, in the Terminator's career, um, you know, we're seeing the early versions of the Terminators, and uh, a nice little Easter egg at the very end, and we'll get to that in a little in a second. But um, so they haven't gotten as quote unquote smart and intelligent as the ones that John Connor sent back,
5: you know? Right. Or and that, it's another. It's another one of the, um, I don't know if I want to call it continuity errors, but supposedly, you know, the T-1000 coming back in time in Terminator 2, that was supposed to speed up the evolution of the machines. So I've heard people complain that, no, they should be way advanced by that point because they had the technology from when the T-1000 came back. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you know, I didn't even mean it as a negative that they were mindless. I just meant that it was different, and I think it's like a little bit of an adjustment period.
4: Well, those you know, from the first the machines, the, the first machine, and the first Terminator, he wasn't sent back from the future, or it was like twenty nine, twenty twenty nine when he was sent back.
3: Right,
5: right, right, and he was an older model that they captured, which they make a point of saying.
4: Yeah. So, and this movie took place in twenty eighteen. So again, like I said earlier, we're at the basically the beginning of Skynet's. Um, Closer to the beginning Of Skynet's uh, Experimentation with Terminators You know we saw the T600 Which was robotic And it had rubber face And then of course at the end let's just go ahead and say it We saw Arnold's T800 You know it was like a brand new version So it was What I'm saying is I understand what you're saying You wanted the Terminators to be a certain way Act a certain way but again in this point in the timeline, they hadn't actually made it as far as the Terminators that we've seen in the other movies.
5: Well, let me ask you this then: Is it Marcus like way advanced though?
2: Well, oh, that's because
4: a good he's, point.
5: The, he's the hybrid. You know, he's the hybrid infiltration model.
4: He was the only. You no, know, it seems he was the one and only. He was the prototype. He's he was the one and only of exists of of those in existence, according to. Helen Bonham Carter's, Carter's hologram,
5: right? Right.
3: So Which they I thought that was pretty creepy and cool.
4: They hadn't man, been manufacturing those again, and and then again, you got to remember, perhaps you know, since Judgment Day, the time the the judgment actual date of Judgment Day has changed a couple of times, you know, throughout yeah. the other movies, that probably other things have also changed, such as technology, um, you know, when. Well, like uh, Marcus Wright's character, you know, they'd started developing that kind of advanced um, models of Terminators earlier than they did before John Connor ever sent Kyle Reese back in um, the first place.
1: Hey, was um, was his uh, character uh, created for this movie? Have we ever heard his name? Kyle Reese? No. The hybrid.
4: We have never heard Marcus, right? Marcus right. Wright. Okay, no. so he was a
1: totally new yes. invention for the movie. Okay, um, cool to do
4: what To do what Frank asked to go along with in first impressions, um, I liked it. The first half was a little slow. The second half kicked my butt. I had goosebumps moments near the end um, i didn 't dislike the movie at all. It was an almost unnecessary story to tell. Then again, it was part of the the story that oh, you know wow. we got introduced to we got introduced. <laughs> To Kyle Reese, which okay. is important. Okay. You know, they, that was, that was, um, you know, event, you, we knew eventually that John Connor was going to run into the person that was going to end up being his dad. So it was important yeah. that we saw that. Um, I had a problem with the fact that John wasn't leading the resistance. Then again, that may be one of those subtle things well, that have changed, like I mean, they, the development of the of the T X a lot earlier than the T one thousand would well, have been we, developed, and stuff like that.
1: We'd never heard any of those. You know, we we didn't know what that timeline was. Like you said, this is the first time we've ever spent any considerable time in that future, and so you know, we just we just did not know up until this time that John Connor had not already or always been the leader of the resistance. It makes sense, but T three and they certainly gave us the story of how and why the way T three ended. We have destroyed ourselves. Made...
4: It made me, as the viewer, think... Yeah. They're just totally setting this guy up as the leader of the resistance from okay. the get-go. You
1: talk about Kyle? No. Oh. John Connor. Okay. At the end
4: of T3, when him and Kate are trapped downstairs in that old bunker... Yeah. And all the radio starts to come to life, and they're like, who is this? Yeah. Connor, what... And he says, "This John Connor at such and such place. Well, what's going on out there? And then that, well, to me, really cemented him as... They just adopted him yeah. right away as the leader of the resistance. Now, what,
1: Now, as of, as of the issuance of uh, Terminator Salvation, uh, what, what year at least or day or whatever was um, uh, Judgment Day?
4: What, well, what was the new Judgment Day at the end of T3? I
1: mean, was it 05 when the movie came out or no. was it supposed to take place in the future?
4: John do you remember the what the the new
5: uh no, I just watched t three too and I can't remember and the guy, it, it the guy it on is your a podcast,
2: fluid, it is a fluid line
1: oh, it has changed see. several times so does one of you guys have a the uh, guy on your podcast
4: check IMDb he did a really and... great section on the the timeline um chronology okay, it was really good okay uh, where was this on john's podcast ah uh, Ziggo is the the yeah. guy's name on the board well, frank, what were your impressions?
2: We haven't heard yours yet. Well, I have to say it was middle of the road. It had some high points. Wow. Um, it it had low points too. I mm-hmm. thought, and the low points I thought were um, a little bit towards the end. We get towards the. Um, I'm talking about the very end where they're doing a heart transplant in the field. That kind of gave me, you know, okay. that kind of made my eyes roll. the The small child holding hands with the Terminator was kind of an eye rolling moment <sighs> for me. I I, I was amazing. just like, what. I didn't um, have just, a problem with any I'm, either of that. I'm really surprised and, that that you had so little
1: emotional connection with it at that point that you were able to just go give me a break.
2: And um, I thought that the writing, I thought the action was good and the acting were good, but I thought the writing was a little flat. There, there was just no pizzazz hmm. to it for me. Well, and
4: and I if, I, if you lived in that timeline, you wouldn't feel like being snappy and witty. You'd be depressed all no, the time. But it, and, but
2: it's a movie. You would want it to be snappy and witty. I mean,
3: well, yeah.
1: I, I
2: thought I thought it pretty much uh, fit the uh,
1: the the time they were living in we did I, hear I, the I'll be back line which was yeah, nice we
2: did which nobody knew I was in, I was in a crowded theater nobody reacted to that line a couple of hey, nerds next to me did uh-huh. um, overall I thought it, I thought the writing was flat uh, the action suits were good I wish there was more robot on robot action I wish there was more human robot crazy but no, we did, he's right. We, there wasn't enough of that. There, there was one.
4: There was, that can, yeah.
1: there was plenty. Hey, uh, I wonder what the professor thinks about this.
2: Bill's wife. Let's yeah. ask Bill's wife what you think. This, uh, this is
1: a, this is a real live person who, who like understands like what, what females think and, and you know like gets <laughs> like the finer things in life. So I just just real quick, you don't have to spend much time on it. But uh, what do you think about uh, Terminator Salvation? Before you answer that, have you seen the other Terminators?
6: Yes, yeah. but I haven't s- the third, the most recent one. T three, you never yeah, saw that. I haven't seen all of it. I don't okay. even remember it. Okay. That's Great how much. shirt,
4: by the way. It's more, <laughs> more cowbell.
6: More <laughs> cowbell. Thought y'all might appreciate that. Um, I love Terminator Two with Sarah Connor, where she gets all beefed up and long hair, yeah. and so she's my favorite character, first of all. So in this one, I love the movie. I don't have to have all the chasing and fighting as much. I was really Mm -hmm. into the characters. But um, I was really, really, really hoping that somehow they would squeeze her in. I was glad that they showed the picture of her and that they had her voice.
4: Which Um, wasn't her voice, by the way. It wasn't?
6: No. Really?
3: Yeah. It sounded a lot like her, but it it wasn't. But
6: that was the one thing I was missing. I wanted more Sarah Connor. Let's think about the acting. The acting was really good. Okay. I really liked the guy who didn't know he was... The Terminator? Terminator. Oh, that's right. I really it's liked Marcus's character. Yeah, you, you mentioned during the
1: movie that uh, you, you thought his, his character was really incredible. Oh. Sorry. You, you yeah. Just, yeah. Interview I, style. Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Um, you, just, you, you were talking uh, right at the end of the movie how you, you really thought he had a really cool character arc.
6: Yes, and I thought that during, while I was watching it too, I thought, wow, his character is changing so much and it has lots of room to change and and then when you know when he found out he was yeah. not human i loved it even more
1: anything about the movie you just hated
6: hmm, not that i can think of i
1: say I, me neither i just wanted to give you a chance to
6: i loved it. it i thought it was great
1: rock on professor okay. thank you thank professor. you thank you john so what let's that's a lady's uh, perspective there on that and, yeah, well, and she's also a uh you know sasha does she's a she is a theater major. Um, she's a uh, she's got a, um, uh, a master's. Um, so you know when she says that she thinks the acting is good, that's coming. That's not just you know you and me fanboys sitting in the theater. That's someone who actually has been trained and actually kind of knows what the heck to look for. And so. I thought the acting was okay too. And I that heard. that just I'm sorry I, I dragged her in because I kind of wanted her to back up what I was thinking, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, is obviously for me, freaking loved it. I you know what I gave that sucker. I, I went in. Maybe I just went in with real low expectations. I honestly do not know, because I was blown away. When we went and, we went and saw a movie uh, what was it? Uh, two or three months ago, we saw one of the first Terminator um, um, promos. and I turned to you guys and I said, that promo just about talked me out of wanting to see this movie because hmm. it was so dark and so depressing and just so action you know, filled, and it just looked like it was me nothing. But things exploding for two hours and just a, a total lack of any light or hope or you know I just I almost didn't want to see the sucker and uh, we kind of went and saw it uh, uh, Thursday morning on a whim and I was blown out of the water I mean I you know I I want to get hyperbolic and give it five reverse flashes out of five mm-hmm. I'll give it four or maybe four and a half there was just nothing about that movie I thought needed to be better Wow I mean I just <laughs> You know, like Sash said, I think the character arcs, you know, I think the character arcs were good. And uh, I thought uh, Wright's character was – I I, just, I ate it up with a spoon. I totally got it. You know, the Rotten Tomatoes reviews and stuff, I don't understand where they're coming from. And to me, I felt a major emotion, uh, emotional uh, uh, resonance with the movie. I mean, I i came close to uh, welling up a couple of times towards the end of it. And, uh, frankly, I thought the, uh, the action sequences at the end um, – while very uh, technically, uh, really impressive, were some of the weaker points of the movie. I uh, thought that
2: was a stronger part of the stronger parts. But all That's in
1: funny. all, I mean, it just goes to show you, it's different strokes for different folks, yeah. eh? But uh, yeah, I, I just I thought the movie was strong. And again, it may come from a place where I just had almost no expectations for the movie. I, I had no preconceptions. I didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, so yeah, for me, man, give me more. And I cannot believe how much I enjoyed it. And I can't wait for uh, for T five now.
4: Johnny? John, John, go ahead
1: talk all right i'm um, done talking it's been 10 minutes go
5: a <laughs> <laughs> couple of couple of things about marcus Wright. um first of all does anybody know if stan worthington is, is actually australian or something like that
4: i thought i heard a strange accent creeping through every yeah, once in a while
5: he definitely had an accent popping through every once in a while and that's just like i mean I think he did a good job but that's just one thing i noticed um
2: yeah he's australian
5: it bothered me it bothered me that we all knew that he was a Terminator the yes. whole time. Well, that yeah. was
4: the fault of the trailer, and I'd like to smack the producers of the, I, of the movie. I, I would, too. I mean,
1: how, how you let that out, um, I just think it's just, it's just stupid. You know, you, you don't and, do that as a producer.
5: And along the lines of the trailers, something else that didn't make the movie that was, like, a pretty big deal in the trailers was John Connor telling everyone or telling somebody that this wasn't the future that his mother had told him about.
4: Thank you for that bringing things that were up. Changing, Thank and you. they
5: didn't say it in the movie. They didn't say anything about the Terminators harvesting human tissue. I mean, you can infer it. But I, I don't understand why they wouldn't solidify those points, and they put it out in a trailer, and they don't put it out in the movie, and that well, is it, aggravating.
4: It's a common thing that we well, see things in movie trailers that don't make it into the actual movie.
1: That does seem like a big point. But didn't they kind of imply that as he was listening? At, you know, I've only seen it once, and that was Thursday. It was uh, Tuesday morning, two and a half days ago now. But. Uh, um, when he was listening to the uh, cassette recordings from from Sarah, yeah, didn't they kind of imply that? Or I wish I could remember exactly what happened. Um,
2: well, uh, he says he says that she says nothing about them. Har- becoming human or yeah. something to that extent yeah. right. he, he listened to all of his mom's tapes
1: so if you want to if you want to read into it a little bit i think you can read between the lines and and you can figure out for yourself they just maybe they just didn't smack you over the head with that that line to make it literal yeah. you know? well
4: th- that would have been the perfect place for that line you yeah. know because kate comes in yeah he's done listening to that tape and he says you know what he says about nothing nowhere in these tapes does it say something something would have been the perfect time for him to say this is not the future my mother warned me about. Right. Yeah. Which, John, I think, like you, is such an important observation for him to have made for people to be able to accept this movie. Um, well a little better
1: but that kind of that kind of you know invalidates the first three movies that no, no it doesn't because it, they've
2: it, talked it, about Judgment it, Day being moved around well, Judgment it, Day has become a what, it, we does we what it does what about. Star Trek
1: did it puts this in an ultimate universe no it doesn't uh, it's no longer in the 616 no if this well if this isn't the future your mama told you about then it's not the future your mama told you about this isn't the same future that follows from the timeline from the first three movies therefore this is not taking place the same universe therefore it has to be an alternate future therefore you know you i guess it doesn't invalidate the first three movies but it makes the first three movies part of a different story than this one is
2: i i the 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 fact that they've been able to push back Judgment Day to yeah. when it was supposed to happen, okay. I, think, I think is key in this. But the fact that Judgment Day had to eventually happen in some capacity, yeah. you know, is, is the. Uh, uh, Arnold says as in, much. In, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it was inevitable. eventually going to happen. Yeah, it was inevitable. It was Arnold going to happen.
4: Arnold used that word, I believe, in T3. He mm-hmm. said Judgment Day was inevitable. Yeah. It's going to happen. No matter what you do, it's going to happen. Yeah. Regardless of when it happens, it will happen. You know, and John Connor pretty much agreed to that. And um, I uh, was there. Any, was there anything else you wanted to point out, John?
5: Uh, well, one thing I would like to say is, after seeing the movie, I can't recommend the Timothy Zahn prequel novel enough.
4: I read that book also. Really, it introduced us to um, Barnes.
1: the,
5: Lair. the
4: Okay.
1: Blair and Barnes. Haven't heard about it. Haven't read it, but Timothy Zahn is awesome. Barnes is a was great the writer.
4: was is that was his name Common? See the, yeah,
3: the Common. rapper? Yeah, yeah, the rapper Common, yeah. yes.
2: Uh, but before you go further that, when was the book released and where does it fit in the timeline? The book was released a couple of months ago.
4: Okay.
1: Okay, so it's certainly in preparation. It takes for the
4: place list. it's actually the prequel to the movie. Mm-hmm. It All takes right. place right before um, the movie. You do get to see that John Connor is not the leader yet He's working himself up the ranks um, Right You are introduced to Blair To Barnes to Kyle And Star the little girl that didn't speak mm-hmm. um, I don't know that I Totally agree with John about how It's It's. I don't think the, the prequel novel Is that significant It introduces no. a couple Of characters beforehand but that's Really all it did
5: but I was able to say, oh, there's Star and Kyle saved her and they right. were living in this community together before they decided to help out the Resistance. And I think a lot of people left the theater going, what was with the girl who doesn't say anything? Right. Or what was with Blair? You know, all of a sudden she's <laughs> in a, stuck in a parachute in a tower. You know, she's like a major Resistance Air Force pilot that yeah. probably just bailed out of a dogfight. You know, so it helped me... Understand the character, you know the characters. Whereas I think the movie rushed through a lot of that stuff. Right. Um, even talking about the Terminator models, we all know the T six hundred is the one with the rubber face, and they were the early ones. But they really didn't. They kind of skipped over that in the movie. You just kind of see them walking around. Yep. Um, and you know we're geeks, so we know. Oh, that's the one they talked about in Terminator One with the rubber skin. But I don't know if everybody knows that.
4: I think that's a very valid point also.
2: Um you know what what were some high points of this movie? I'll I'll I'll, I'll jump in first, but the, the the parts of the movie that really made me happy was right when Arnold when we see Arnold show up. Oh gosh. Up. And I got the goosebumps. CG was so good on it. I I hmm. found online that it's uh they they got a body double and then they just CG graphed yeah. his Arnold's face on it. Yeah, it it looked like it could have been
1: totally it CG. So
4: it looked like good. The the original Arnold we saw in the first movie, yes. the younger smoother face yeah Arnold I think they did a really good job and I got goosebumps when I saw that it. that was, was a like, home that run that for just
2: me just awesome home run <laughs> how about how about you Johnny uh, uh, highlight of the movie
5: um, definitely the Arnold that got like applause and yelps in the theater. I, th- I thought that was great. Really, I love I love the Moto Terminators Those and are I awesome. love the John. I love the John Jacks one. Yes, <laughs> the red eyes. Nice. That was
4: that was awesome.
5: I thought that was perfect, and I love the opening scene when the you know that the ter- the helicopter crash. And the Terminator's climbing after him with half the body and I was like at that point I was like, This whole movie's gonna be like that and it's gonna rock. And then it <laughs> and then it slowed down a little bit in the middle for me, but I did think it picked up at the end. Um and the harvesters were really cool.
2: Yeah, harvesters were really cool. Which Bert, one was the harvester? The ones that that would uh so the grab the giant grab, claw yeah. thing. Yeah, a that would grab the Transformer deals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Bill? Highlight?
1: Um geez, uh, I think the highlight was uh the character arc of uh our our uh, cyborg um who didn't know he was Sam. You know, yeah, Sam. Uh the one thing um I God. did not like uh was the fact that I just in the one my one nitpick with the movie um was the whole thought that uh, you know at the end um you know we know that he's trying to redeem himself for having been a murderer in his first life, think, quote fingers in the air. Um but uh but as far as we know, John Connor, the the heart surgeon, all these other people don't, and so they go, man, um, John Connor's heart's not gonna not gonna last, and you know he immediately says, hey, take mine, and they go, okay, cool, we'll take yours, <laughs> and and my first thought was, you know, I understand how the history goes, and that John Connor is very important, and and you know this, and then and you know he's charismatic, and he is a true leader, and they need him, blah blah. Um, none of these characters know that they need him as bad as we know that they need him because we don't know how it all turns out. Well, but Kate knows. Um, well, okay. But uh, and, and that, so that, just, that leads me uh, to just the thought as we're walking out of the theater that why does John Connor have any more right to this heart than he does? Because and I don't want to be a bleeding heart liberal about it, but, I mean, you could have had a Superman you know, you could have had a you could have had a freaking cyborg infiltrating well, okay. Superman it, it, who's invisible to terminator technology, you know, working for you if you'd wanted. And, you know, the idea that that John Connor was going to die if that didn't happen. I, I get that. And, you know, and so, again, it's just it's a it's a it's a small little nitpick. Um, you also wonder there's dead and dying people all over the place, all over the place. You know, uh, go find one of them. Take one of their hearts. They made a point. Of saying how strong Marcus's yeah. heart was. Yeah, they, well, uh, certainly because it's been it's been buffed and up he, with. Kron. He's also
5: the enemy, you yeah. know. He's also he, if you're a Battlestar fan, you know, he's a Cylon. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. screw him. We're his heart.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and see, I never, I, you know, I never saw him as the enemy. And thank goodness you didn't have the insipid arc that shows up way too often, where you know, um, uh, Marcus, you know, he. He does not feel he's an enemy. And, you know, you had a couple of minutes there where they had him locked up and John Connor, you know, was just, you know, if I let you go, you're going to kill everybody in here. And, you know, luckily, you know, when when the uh, the ladybird let him out and they escaped and they got caught again, you know, luckily at that point, John Connor basically had one question, you know, and at that point, John Connor was willing to accept the fact that he felt human. And I realized he was taking a big chance, and it turns out he was taking a really big chance knowing what we knew at the end of the movie when he talked to Helena Bonham Carter's character. Um, but uh, but the idea that they didn't spend a lot of time you know, on the whole, no, man, I'm not your enemy, I'm a good guy, I feel like a human. No, you're not, you're a cyborg, you can't possibly be our friend. That junk happens so often in so many bad TV shows and so many bad movies and so much bad fiction. I'm just glad they didn't dwell on it during this movie that was one of the other things that i thought was surprisingly good about the movie was that they they allowed the plot to move on
2: brad highlights for you favorite part uh well
4: seeing arnold i got like i said i got goosebumps when i saw that i like the fact that we saw how john connor got the scar on his face yeah in 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 the previous movies including the nick Stahl t3 movie Mm -hmm. we've seen future john connor with with a scar
1: right no, oh, I mean when when T two came out, you know, yeah. I mean, I think my favorite part of T two was that opening, you know, cut, that opening ninety seconds or whatever, yeah. where you see the great John Connor on the battlefield, and you're just going, "Oh my god!" Did he have going binoculars?
2: Did not he bring binoculars? Yeah, he brings here? binoculars. He down, that, I
1: remember right, and it exposes the fact he's got that huge scar in yeah, his face. Yeah, the ginormous oh, scar, man. and like
4: below the eye, it breaks off into two yeah. branches and goes back into one and goes down. And the fact that he got that and then made it look like. The, the scar we've seen i thought that was really cool. Oh, it was
1: cool too that, that they that it wasn't just a throwaway either. I mean they they made it, you know, part of the movie and, and it wasn't just it wasn't just stupid, you know. It's like okay, now i understand why i got the scar and it makes sense and you know, just fanboy wet dream stuff. i
4: also like the fact that they made the the movie look like it was almost looked like a black and white movie because there shouldn't be any color left in the world, you know. And there really wasn't. It was just sand that and dirt, dirt and ashes and i thought that the was look really of the good nice.
2: movie was was really uh, really intense it was the color of bones you know i <laughs> i did i did struggle a little bit because there were there were portions during the plot of the movie where both kyle and john could have been killed very easily but for some yeah. reason they had to wait till the very end well i mean to get them together to kill them and that that was one i struggled with that a little bit because i kept thinking why don't they kill him in processing line right there they know who he is
1: yeah i i I give you that but then again this is this is you know we're talking about a movie industry that uh that dumps uh Dumps Kirk down a uh, down a glacier, um, mm-hmm. and he pops up. Uh, just happens to be down the right glacier, and he mm-hmm. pops up in front of a cave that just happens to have future Spock and Scotty in it. It's like, wow, wasn't that you know, wasn't that good timing? Wasn't that lucky? <laughs> yeah, know? but it, so, it, it, it can be you know, done stuff, in a way that you appreciate.
2: I, and I don't think it was done. That I way.
1: totally understand what you're saying. I, I'm just thinking that uh, that you see much more bold and bald face examples of that all over the place. Um, you know, so I I thought that um that, that, yes, you're right. They could have pulled Kyle Reese out of line the second you know, that yeah, they could have just squashed him, you know, yeah. right off the bat and, and been done with it. And it almost makes you wonder um I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, the the, the, they,
2: the villain, you know, yeah, the,
1: he's he's twisting his his, uh, mustache. his his handlebar mustache up absolutely. Um uh yeah, he's getting ready to uh, uh put them in the very slow dunking machine. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he'll uh, die in 15 minutes. That's <laughs> right. <laughs>
5: Hey, guys, i got to take off.
1: All right, Johnny. You're the man, Johnny. Appreciate thanks.
5: you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no, I, I, Thanks for having me on. I was looking forward to uh, talking about this one. So, Well,
1: I, I hope we didn't disappoint you.
5: No way. No way. You guys are the best. <laughs>
1: Bye, Thank Johnny. You. Thanks, John. <laughs> we'll love you Later, forever.
4: Guys. Bye. Okay, he's got kids at home with with no wife at home. I think. Oh, okay, I what's okay. Going okay. So hopefully, Kinda like Bill, the, you know? Hopefully, he had the
1: television, um, uh, <laughs> babysitting them for a few minutes. So, do we want That's to do, uh,
2: do we want to wrap this up and, and move on to other things? Any final words on Terminator? Um, I, I just,
4: I, I, I would have to say, I'm not angry or, or disappointed.
1: I would just, okay, I've got something to say. I am surprised at how many people had such a blasé, middle of the road reaction to it. I'm really surprised that that movie didn't inspire people who either hated or loved that movie. I mean, it just, it, it almost shocks me. And, and, you know, again, you know, very clearly, you know, you know, it's not too hard to figure out what side of the fence I'm on. I love that movie. And I think a lot of it is because I didn't expect to love that movie, but I did. And so I'm defending it. I, I think that movie, someone asked me, you know, would you think that was uh, better or worse than Star, uh, Star Trek? And I had to think about it for a second. And it's like, my first answer was, well, I cannot wait to get star Trek on uh, blu-ray and I would love to see it again in the theaters. And I thought that was a great, 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 great movie. Um, you know, it gets uh, a good four and a half reverse flashes out of five. Um, but frankly, I think, uh, this movie required less coincidence, less luck, um, to push its plot through. I mean, I thought this, uh, I thought this was a very smart movie. And uh, again, um, I'm uh I'm a big uh a big proponent of uh McGee's work. Um I've uh liked him since uh, he did Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I love the Charlie I mean, Charlie's. Charlie's Angels is a great movie. I mean it's just it's just it's I wouldn't say great, but it is well, a lot I mean, of fun. It's 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 a great popcorn movie. It, yeah. it's fun, it's borderline stupid. Um, you know, the, the
2: characters of people, you know, you can have you can enjoy. Um you, you, know, you what, know, what what one shot I do or one yes. thing I do want to highlight about this yes. movie is the is the one camera shot okay. when uh John Connor gets on the helicopter, it takes off, it crashes, rolls around. Oh, that was a that is awesome all one shot. shot. Yeah. I know and the and Pretty the cool. way
1: they had the camera moving in and out of that yeah. cabin. I just I'm with you. I just I sat there and, and one thing that, that did uh, the one thing I thought was the biggest drawback uh, for the movie had nothing to do with the movie itself is the fact that um, uh, the professor and I went and saw it. Uh, we went and saw an 1130 uh, show on Thursday morning. And first of all, it's like, when did, I don't want to get too far off a tangent, but when did movies start coming out before Friday? I thought that, movies
2: are released on Friday. I this was Friday, too.
1: And so all of a sudden. Threw me for well, a loop. But you're seeing this happen. You know, it seems it, like within it, the last. this year. It, it seems, seems like. like
4: within the last two years about there have been. Like two years ago, there was the occasional movie that was released on a
1: Thursday evening. Because it's not unusual to see a movie released at you know on Wednesday. midnight, you know, midnight Thursday. Right. And occasionally or you do Wednesday. get Wednesday. You do you do get the movie that's released on Wednesday, but they're they're going for the whole the whole Smeel. But I, I guess movies it's are released on Memorial, Friday, Day,
2: Memorial Day weekend, do you think that has something to do with I, it No, it because, because it's happened had before something to do with it. Uh, Star uh, Trek Star was, Trek was, had,
1: had showings on
4: Thursday. Yes, but they started at seven PM
1: Um the IMAX, uh, I swear to I I don't know if there's any way we could go back and, and look at this now but I was looking at uh, uh, theater times down at the uh, the IMAX theater, which is a different theater than we saw it in. And I swear, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I am I thought I was right that there were show times during the afternoon. It wasn't, you know, they weren't waiting until evening, near midnight, you know, whatever. And I just, you know, this is two movies in a row that I've gone and seen. And it's like, I could have just seen this on Thursday. I guess we did see well, this yeah, on y- you
2: know why they probably do that is... You know, I, I'm assuming that the um, you know well, I mean, they're not, not making as much money off the movie itself than they are on DVDs and stuff, so they just want to get as much money as they can. I mean, I suppose so. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was,
1: uh, but anyway, um, so, so we went and saw uh, an 1130 uh, a.m. Thursday showing. As you might expect, the theater was nowhere near full. The theater may have been maybe 20% full, probably less than that, and um, the audience was just dead. I mean, I think Sash and I would turn to each other and uh, we we had an entire row to ourselves and we were right in the middle of the theater. Yeah. And again, the theater was not empty by any means, but but there was there was plenty of room to spread out. Okay. Um, so, of course, we uh, we pulled up the armrest and we cuddled with each other. Oh, yeah. how gross. So sweet. <laughs> um, they don't have a sound effect. Oh, somebody's going to get an email. I'm, um, I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, I was I yeah. was overjoyed. I, I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it.
2: I'm middle of the road, you know. It was, and
1: I will just... be till the day I die. I'll be surprised by that reaction, but mm. uh, but I respect it. It happened. So, there, there, you there wasn't
4: go. There enough. Uh, there, I, fist I wanted fights. robots fight. Me. <laughs> there wasn't enough fist fights. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. At the end, we got a, a nice long sequence of it. Not, yeah. uh, that was great, yeah. but I wish there would have been a little more. Mono, termina mono. You know yep. what I mean. Chances oh, are low
1: that I'm going to get to see that again in the theaters, so I'll just have to wait to DVD. But I'll be and, interested to see how much I like it the second
2: time. And I'm just going to put this out there that um, that gray-haired woman who was at the 7-Eleven, yeah. I I thought I got the impression that they wanted to infer that this was actually maybe, S- Sarah, maybe Sarah Connor. Connor. Yeah, well, but was, though it was never said, though it was never obvious. I okay. Why? And, and why her, am I sure her, that that was not Sarah Connor? Well, her and John were in the same vehicle at okay, some point, okay. and she didn't react to him, and he didn't react to her. But I kind of got the impression that are they trying to maybe? Well, our first thing, and, and
1: the professor and I talked about that too, because you know, again, she said that you know she wanted she wanted some Sarah Connor in that movie, and she was bummed out she didn't get it. And you know, when we first saw the the white haired lady. Um, you know, we kind of look at each other and go, could it be? Is it? And, you know, no, it wasn't.
4: Not no. once did I ever think that that was probably Sarah Connor.
1: No, I never did think that. And and one thing was I, I told Sash, you know, if that had been Sarah Connor, and uh, the, the analogy I use is a Star Trek Next Generation analogy, which is one of my favorite analogies to use. But uh, really? I said, man, if, uh, you know, if that had been Sarah Connor, that would have been the same dang thing as – Oh, you know, hey, uh, Next Generation crew is going back in time. Oh, wow, we just happened to run to Mark Twain. Oh, we just happened to run to Tom Swear. <laughs> well, how did that happen? You know, it's just like it would have been too coincidental, too been, convenient. Mm. That would have probably made me a little bit mad. I would have been
4: angry, actually, if, if yeah. they'd run into Sarah Connor. I, I kind She of agree. died of cancer. Okay, okay, good point. Know, before the third movie ever <laughs> yeah, good, happened, good she point. died of cancer.
2: Didn't know we never saw that, though. Yeah, no, we were it's just told. like a comic book movie. Yeah, a good a point. Comic movie. You know, we were told she died. of cancer. Yeah, one of anyway. my
4: favorite scenes in T three is when they go in, pull the coffin out, and it's got that whole <laughs> cache of weapons, <laughs> that's and then pretty, yeah. and then the T eight hundred walks out with the with the whole. <laughs> he's holding okay. the, the coffin like like a jam box on his shoulder. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Now I, I got
1: to admit, I we saw T three. Uh, I saw in the theaters. Um, I believe we saw it once at home. Um, professor said she don't doesn't think she's seen the entire movie. And for the first time ever, I've thought to myself, I kind of like to see that again because I w- could not have been more meh and blasé on T three uh, when when it uh, came around in theaters. Mm-hmm. I, I just, liked
4: it. I thought it was good.
1: I thought Christanna Loken was an awesome, Terminator. <laughs> but, but I, I, liked I you it know a lot. Claire Danes and. Um, uh, Eric uh, Stahl, you know, were were decent actors, but I I didn't think that they gave them much movie to work with. Nick frankly, Stahl. Nick Stahl, thank you.
4: Oh, I do not like Bryce Dallas Howard. That was the only drawback. From really, okay. she was like nothing to me. She was just. Are there. you still
1: mad about Stabity, uh, Spidey Spidey <laughs> Three, or yeah, is it was, something else? That was ridiculous. Um, no, I just
4: never. I don't think she's a good actress.
2: Okay, I thought she was just. I mean, her character herself didn't have anything to do except be a doctor. And just a pregnant, doctor, a pregnant doctor and put her arm around John like yeah she did nothing in that movie other than exist. It yeah. makes you wonder if if she they was had
1: you know, there it it seems very likely that they had more for her to do that they left on the cutting room floor. Well, if you
4: remember from T three, we are told by Arnold's character that after John Connor dies yes because he act that particular Terminator actually killed John Connor okay Kate. Captured him, reprogrammed him, and sent him back in time to protect John Connor. So, at that point, to
1: unkill him?
4: No, to protect him from from the <laughs> protect him from the, the, himself. God, the, I'm getting confused. The, um, <laughs>
1: time what is, paradoxes. What is
4: Kristana Loken's Terminator? Model oh yeah, TF be, wasn't she like a <laughs> Terminator
2: T-
1: female? Two thousand <laughs> or something? Uh, or a TFoX?
4: Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fox um, she was, I still, I'm still. i trying to remember Where I was reading this But uh, I I think right after that I read somewhere uh, Someone was describing um, um, Somebody as hot uh, As loke uh, Loken hot Yeah And I, I thought uh, Fair enough there um, And then she went And did uh, Blood Rain
2: So we're going to talk about Colt She's very silly Let's save that for the next You episode. want to Oh yeah, yeah, we,
1: already. yeah we're, it. Uh, we're 47 and a half Plus minutes into Let, this Let's battle. finish off let's with Colt that.
4: Let's finish with Colt And then we'll And then we'll do Okay
1: all right, um, I don't want to give Colt short shrift here don't, Maybe this would be a good time short, for an email short. or something Do a little Colt next episode Here let me back this up So do, 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 Agents do, do, of Colt is do.
4: Sean Pryor's comic that features uh, Agent Milo and Agent Rencon Centered Order of Law and Technology I mm-hmm. think um, It's a spinoff from the Mercury and the Merd comic And we're dadgummit We're proud to be a part of it Uh Sell it, we, baby. We, um, that was actually created before Bill became a, huge, regular. a regular on the show. Yeah. So, I'm going to pause
2: that. Those are sad days. We've
4: got a voicemail <laughs> from one of our listeners.
2: We refer to that as the, gold, as the salad days. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, one the of our listeners age.
4: has <laughs> a uh, announcement he would like to share with us, um, so I'll just play it.
0: Hey, guys. Brian Nixon, Big Painter on the forum. Hey, uh, I was listening to uh, Tools to Grow Up and uh, to you guys. i uh, talking to Sean Pryor about uh, PKD. I'm
4: going to bleep out the name of that other podcast. Why? Hey, be mean to Ken. Huh? Oh, don't I'm, be mean to I'm Ken.
3: Kidding. I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> PKD Media presents and everything. And uh, on yours, it, he was talking about the agents of Colt and... I had a brainstorm, and I sent him a little uh, PM about this, and would like to let you know about the Agents of Colt's new supercomputer, the the uh, techno-organic, highly evolved visual output-input uh, circuit entity, or the Voice, for short. <laughs> anyway, just thought I'd pass that along. He loved it, um, and he knew you guys would get a kick out of it as well. Love your show. Keep it up. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye.
4: That's pretty awesome. Oh, that way. is There's no way really, i remember that.
2: <laughs> that is very cool. I should have written that down. <laughs> that so
1: is
3: 100% I, cool. So man. I could have known. Hey, you know,
1: play it what, again, man. And of course it'll go on and on and on.
2: The computer won't, uh, the won't voice stop, won't why, stop Why talking. would it do that?
1: I don't understand the character <laughs> arc there.
4: That's pretty cool. And uh, I'm pretty sure uh, that. Uh, that is awesome. That, Sean's gonna, that Sean is actually going to. Work that into the story. Oh, that's so.
1: tremendous! Hey, you can also—I'm uh, not uh, spilling uh, any any uh, secrets or anything here—that uh, you can. Now
2: oh, that's right. I don't yes. know that we we're supposed to announce that. we we'll beep that's that out then. So, well, that's that's actually excellent news. Um, no, we that's should awesome. We need we do need to announce our winner, spread. We're supposed to announce a winner to our wasting time it's contest. Very yes, which <laughs> was back in uh, episode 120, but you know things got a little bit behind. But uh, oh, yes. We got thousands of entries. I mean, literally thousands of entries.
1: It took eight weeks to narrow it down to the top three. Right,
2: and we got the top three. What order are we doing
1: this in, gentlemen?
2: Uh, Brad, do you you have it up? Because I don't have it up.
1: No, I've got it up right here. Oh, okay. And I'd be glad to read them to you, but I don't know if there's any order you want me to read these three in.
4: We're going to read all the... The names of the people who entered? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, in, okay, <laughs> Brad, in,
2: we have thousands of people entered. We just narrowed it down to the top three. The top three
4: yeah.
1: that
4: entered, just read them in no particular order. Okay,
1: all right. Well, uh, we'll start with um, – I'm going to start with uh, Dan from San An.
4: Mm-hmm. Who's
1: that? Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> that a good guy. Man.
1: That Dan is a good man there. Um, and briefly describe the picture. Okay. Um, wow. Let's see. I need a bigger version of this picture. Says, I think, uh, hang on, let, Dan.
4: Me, let me get that for you. Excellent. Here's the
1: <laughs> long-awaited photo of Dan from Santa and Wasting Time. I'm on you. the right with a friend of mine from Dallas on the left. That friend is not any of us. Uh, his friend is wearing a Superman hat. Dan is not. Dan <laughs> don't is go wearing, into that much detail. <laughs> Dan is wearing a Minnesota Timberwolves shirt, which I don't get, and they are clearly looking at a load of action
2: figures so that's how we waste time these you, are not fully, wasting
1: time these are not fully articulatable it. if that's even a word but uh but that's cool man and they are clearly wasting time by the way his friend has a green lantern shirt and a flash ring and a superman hat on that's <gasps> okay. pretty cool man okay hey, Dan, all right fine, Dan fine. sent us an We're audio good. file We're good. Uh-huh. of We're good.
4: himself typing out that email <laughs> <laughs> are you serious yeah. oh yeah there it is
1: yeah that you're right. That is a good audio file. Okay. Uh, okay. Humberto Montoya um, okay. who has come to kill your father says uh I do not see your wasting time entry please send it again.
2: Oh, here. Let, let me do that one. You you go you go to the other one because What that, is this
1: supposed to even mean?
2: <laughs> there was actually um a lost <laughs> file. So, skip Humberto. I'll do Humberto. You find hey. another one. You find the 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 next one.
1: I mean, I don't mind finding it.
2: Well, I have got it. You want me to if you got it. Go go for it. Okay. It was
4: Brad. Harold Jenet. I'll I've do I'll do Harold. I'll do I've, Harald, got, I've, I'll got, do J- I've got Harold Jennet.
1: Okay, okay, do it. Well, like I'm not qualified for this. No, Come you on, do it. Boys. Say his name. Harold Jennett.
2: Jennet. So um oh man, well Okay, I think I'm going to describe the picture. You do it. Okay. So, uh Harold Jennett. uh it's a little email. It uh-huh. all it says is one word it says enjoy. Uh-huh. And the picture of him wasting time is him playing an xbox and he is way into it and his little girl is sitting next to him looking at it, at her dad like she like he's a nut
1: he is um he is mouth agape uh eyes dilated <laughs> um uh yeah it it looks like a lot of work frankly to play that hard <laughs> and his little girl is patiently waiting her time now on the plus side he is being a good father um, he's using the corded um uh, Xbox, uh game pad, yeah. uh whatever. And uh he's letting her have the uh the Bluetooth. Yeah. So that's uh, that's he's a, a good, good dad. That's a good dad. Harold Jennett. All
2: right, that's Brad, do you want to take care of the uh of no, um better. He, now I gotta find it now. I lost it. Okay. Oh man. The the only reason <laughs> we're not letting Bill do that one is that there was a um Yes. There was a lot of back and forth, but we finally got it. Oh, so, goodness. Let's see. Say it ain't so, Joe.
4: Hey, hey, little boy, come here. Don't
1: ignore him. Ignore him. Why?
4: Mm -hmm. Come here.
1: Because he doesn't know any better. Come here. It's not his fault.
4: What do you got right there? What what is that? That's what I'm saying. What is it? Thanks, dude. What is it? Green. (laughs)
1: green. What is it? What do you have in your hands? He's taking it to his sister.
4: I think it to mommy i to mommy. I'm mommy
2: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Brad? What? I can't <laughs> find it.
1: Oh, that's that's rich, baby. I think I. So is it not? Oh wait, uh, is it this one?
2: Is it in the inbox? Are we all it's just in the w- inbox? Okay. Um, we yeah. were just looking at it, Brad. Like, do like we need not... to? Uh, oh, here we go. Editor. Okay, you I finally, it? I found, I found it. Okay. So this is from Umberto Montoya, uh, uh, Bert the Stormtrooper. Okay, and he actually sent us a variety of photos. There's one of him wasting time in a uh, in a Batman hoodie with a Batman cowl on it. Good. Him running up the stairs a la Rocky. Okay. Uh, one Does he come from Philly. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not sure. One of uh, it looks like it's a good question. Him with chainmail on his on his uh. Wearing chainmail, looking a little bit like a uh, a knight from uh, the Holy Grail. Mon- uh, okay, he has that kind of expression on it. Good heavens! He has a picture of him. And <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> him and his little girl, obviously asleep in a Superman blanket. Okay. Him in a um in a stormtrooper costume with the little stormtrooper next to him, like a little a little blonde so girl. So
3: dreamy. <laughs> oh, he's just the most.
2: And probably my favorite picture. It's Halloween. It's of him dressed as Batman, but he has his two little girls. One is dressed like Spoiler, the blonde Robin. The well, you know when Robin was a girl for that, you yes. know, microsecond. And uh, the younger girl dressed as Batgirl from the Batman cartoon series. She so she's dressed in purple and she has the purple leggings and stuff, and she's really cute. So uh, uh, Umberto actually sent us several photos. Wow. And we came up with a winner, Brad, didn't we? I'll let you announce it.
4: And the winner is...
2: Oh, man. It was a little
1: loud. Sorry about that. was this. expecting uh,
2: joy uh, to, to the world. We gave it to
1: Bert the Stormtrooper.
2: Bert the Stormtrooper, yay! Yeah. Well, cool
1: he picture. clearly spent more time wasting <laughs> time than the other two uh, fine uh, entries did.
2: You know, uh, we'll put it. We'll put the photos up on our website. Uh, we do have that uh, that photo stream that people can look at and they can check them out and uh, mm-hmm. and enjoy them as much as we did. And uh, Umberto, we'll send you send us your address. We may already have it actually, and we'll send you some trades and some fun stuff in the mail. How's Yay!
4: That Who's that strange girl?
1: Umberto's going to be so happy. Who's that Monday strange person evening. in the house of yours? a friend Zoe's. Zoe. Oh,
4: Zoe has friends.
1: Zoe, being kidding. Okay, just being so well, kidding. I was actually going to answer you there, but uh, we good. Um. Zoe. So, Zoe has no lack of congratulations.
4: Birth the Stormtrooper. Yeah, I think he likes that. I'm jealous. Name instead of the other name. Okay. So, I mean, you know, whatever. He should be proud of the name he was given at birth. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna rub it in his face or anything. <laughs> How about uh, we get out of here? Mm-hmm. Well, should we announce the new contest? Oh, but you I have a new it. contest. Yeah. yeah, Brad, you announce this contest because okay. this is your baby. So. On Free Comic Book Day, which we still haven't played any of those things that we that Bill and I recorded, okay, it, they might see the light of day. They might not. Mm-hmm. But on Free Comic Book Day, went to Zeus Comics, bought two blank white Mighty Mugs. And what are Mighty Mugs? Mighty Mugs are the coolest little desk toy that you'd ever want sitting on your desk at work. Yes. Um, they've got Marvel Comics heroes. Uh, they've got Indiana Jones. They've got Transformers, Mighty Mugs, and they're just like non-posable. Well, I say non-posable, but the arms can
2: move. Mm-hmm. Up very and down. little articulation, but yeah. but four points of articulation. But five. they're just
4: they're just very cool looking things. Mm-hmm. Just do a Google search on Mighty Mugs. But probably most people that are listening know what they are. Anyway, I bought two blank white Mighty Mugs, and on the back, they're in my truck. I actually should have brought it in so I could read the back. Basically, the back of it said, hey, we don't have time to make all the mighty mugs that you want. You know, you've got some great ideas, but we just can't make them all. So guess what? Here's a blank white one. You just design it yourself. You decorate it to to look the way you want it to. So I have two of them, and I'd like to solicit ideas from the listening population, the HHW. What's the word I'm looking for? Listenership. Yes, okay. the listenership. Um, if you would like to design one of these Mighty Mugs for me, um, send me an email at brad at com. First off, what I'll do is I will put a picture on the back of the Mighty Mug box. There's a blank, like a front, maybe a side or whatever, of the Mighty Mug itself. And what I'll do is I'll post that so you can have a template to work with. You design like the front and the side of what your Mighty Mug would look like and send it to me. Now, the Mighty Mugs that I'm looking for would be characters that aren't made yet.
1: Some like these, Matter Eater
2: Lad.
4: Yes, yeah, possible.
2: <laughs> right. Um, Any you know, DC character will work
1: a DC if DC char-
4: doesn't do it. There are plenty of Marvel characters that still haven't been made. Um, if if uh, uh, that Marvel character just happens to be made in, a, in an upcoming uh, wave of Mighty Mugs, great fine whatever it doesn't have to be comics it could be you guys know you know that have been listening a long time you know the kinds of things i like what my favorites are whatever aliens, mm-hmm. predators. aliens. yeah i mean yeah. it doesn't have to be comics it could be sigourney weaver it could be whatever so it could be the paul atreides mighty mug that
1: would be a good choice
4: Who's that never mind i have two mighty mugs if you're if you're interested in decorating one for me like i said send me an email that'll take
2: care of all the postage right i will
4: send it to you and then i will pay for you to send it back to me because i'm going to keep them they're going to go in my collection of, of my mighty mugs um but if you would like to try to you know win the honor of, of decorating one of these for me um tell me what yours your character of choice would be that you think i might like uh show me your design for it and i'll pick the two that i like the best um, if I don't pick your design, it's no personal reflection on you. Uh, it's just that I'd rather have somebody else's design. <laughs> yeah. I want
1: a George X McKee Mighty Mug. Who's that? Um, I think Chris Valls and I may be the only two people on the planet who know. Okay. So, Chris, you so anyway, rock. Basically,
4: like I said, two blank my, blank white Mighty Mugs. I'll ship it to you. You'll design it. I'll pay you to ship it back to me. Then I will send you a token of my gratitude. Um, it's I don't know if you could Gross. call this a contest or not. Yeah. Is it really a contest? Maybe. Well, if you don't have any artistic ability, too bad. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
1: What Brad is actually going to send you is probably a uh, its probably a, a, a Q-tip swab from the inside of his mouth so you can uh, replicate his DNA and create a clone of Brad for your very own.
4: Hey, oh. that's not a bad idea.
1: Yeah, one you might Oof. be able to order around a little bit. So Lord I don't know if contest can. is the right word for it's this. A, it's, a, it's an event. <laughs> <laughs> I think contest is good.
4: They, they will. I like win something. Yeah, they will win something. Yeah, it, they have
1: to be it, chosen. And it might so. be my used meatballs DVD, but
2: it'll be something. Guy, you've been trying to get rid of that for like
1: a long time. time. I'm, I'm about to set it out on the front
2: porch and just see if
1: somebody will with, come by and get it on trash postage
2: day.
4: Postage to ship it back to me. So, you know, plain and simple, I just think that'd be a neat participation thing. Participation,
2: right.
1: yeah. Okay, but there is a contest because there is clearly a winner and a loser. Yeah. Uh, there's one winner, and there's a lot of losers. If you're not first, you're last. That's right.
4: Isn't that what Ricky Bobby said? Although I never <laughs> did
1: get, I don't understand the whole concept behind, if you're the, if you're second place, you're the first loser. It's like, no, that's not even close.
2: It's yeah. completely backwards. I, I, so how, how is it not? You're the first loser. Yeah, you're the didn't. first one not to win. If you're second place, yeah. you're the first one to lose. I don't lose. get that. You're the first one Do not to win. you have that
4: cougar win? sound on your laptop? Do
2: I have that cougar sound? Remember? Brad, how could I? Ah! Nope, sorry. Ah! that's not a cougar. That's
3: sorry. close.
1: That's uh. Hold yeah
2: I got it.
3: <laughs> nope, that's, that's not it.
1: it. <laughs> I'll get it very. You want to get in your car and very, go. You, know, <laughs> you need to. <laughs> you need to get your soundboard organized.
3: Yeah. Nice. That's a
2: cougar. <laughs> 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 this is a good scene from uh, Ricky Bobby. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do not have my bo- boiler boiler play here, so I'll just have to vamp it through. But um, um, I feel like I need to.
1: I feel like there was something else I was
4: gonna to play like a no 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 da-dana. no. no uh, well,
1: Frank's got to leave in like twenty minutes, well, so we I, need to get another show going. we have to. Well,
4: we'll All right. Well, you
1: know what? We'll see what happens.
4: Let's just go. Let's I'm done. See. So, let's go. Can I try it? Thanks for listening to Half Hour Wasted. Send us <laughs> a voicemail at 972-798-3830 Please visit us at halfhourwasted.com. Visit our friends over at thelegionofdudes.com.
1: We'll it's just not and, kicking over, is don't it? Don't
4: be surprised if you end up at the same destination when you go to either one of those websites. Yeah. Send us voice, uh, emails at brad at, frank at, or bill at com. Do it. Please visit dcbservice.com. And get your comics at a nice discount. And... Uh, Remember if you want to participate in my quote unquote contest, send me an email, Brad at halfhourwested com and let me know what character you would like to design my mighty mug.
1: Very nice. good. We'd like to apologize for no reading from the Book of Dune this week. We just ran out of time, people. It had to get rescheduled.
2: Yeah. We'll do it twice next time.
1: Probably not. I know you guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, so next brad, time. We'll see you next time. I'm, I'm Frank. I'm 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 Brad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> email us if you want to live
2: that's Bill, and thank you, Limp Biscuit.
3: This is Limp